This is Adam Francis, and you're listening to the Equipped Indoor Podcast on the E2E Radio Network. Stand by for a great show. Hey guys, welcome back to another great episode of the Equipped Indoor Podcast, episode 408, and of course is the... Uh, the terrible three. <laughs> we need a little like name for us. I guess terrible three doesn't makes everybody's feeling kind of terrible getting over the sickness and waiting for spring. Uh, but your hosts, Dan Eastland, Robert Oliver, and Adam Francis. Gentlemen, how are how is everyone doing today? I'm a little speechless. You're speechless. Yeah, you you put me first today. Well, you know, every once in a while, you know, a blind even a blind dog finds a bone. Dan. I mean, do you know something I don't? Do, are there some medical results I'm getting today? <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be your last episode. <laughs> so, I, I guess everybody, you know, stand by with the uh, we're going to stand by with the cough button. So hopefully, I won't have to go back and, and edit this podcast tremendously because. <coughs> oh, sorry, man. Oh, uh, Dan, I'm going to kick you in the throat next time I see you. Because, Ro- you know, Robbie and I are, are legitimately coming, coming, you know, getting better from something. Robbie's worse than me, so I was, I was being, you know, but go ahead and, and rub our pain and suffering in our face. Robbie, how are you doing today? Sorry, I had to mute for coughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. You sound, you sound a little, a little uh, more raspy than normal. So I'm kind of digging it though, man. It's got that. It's called, it's, it's almost like that sexy raspy radio voice. So keep that. Yeah, now I'm sultry. Yeah, keep yeah, that Robert, going. You work in the midnight shift. Yeah, you just you just need a nice mar- martini in one of your hands. So we got a lot, lot to talk about today. We have a interesting topic that I think is going to be kind of odd, uh, different than what you know what we normally talk about. But I think it'll be good because it's it's some real stuff coming down the pipe, um, and a lot of it seems to be almost on the ah that's 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 crazy and that's outrageous too you know we're seeing this stuff each and every day um and uh but before we get into that i guess we should go through our our uh our sponsors right that makes sense the equipped equipped door podcast is brought to you by dogwood custom knives check out dogwood custom knives at dogwoodcustomknives.com dealers at usa made blades edgeworks and arizona custom knife also by Live Fire Gear LLC. Check us out at livefiregear.com. All your emergency fire needs. And I guess now even your, your 550 cord needs because everybody needs to replace their paracord with 550 fire cord for the most part. You know, I mean, if you're one of those guys that carries around like a thousand feet of paracord everywhere you go, you might not want to replace all that with fire cord. I mean, it wouldn't hurt you. You know, you'll have lots of, you know, ability to start fires. Um, now, if you want to be walking around in last year's paracord, then you know, go ahead and be that guy. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be modern and with the times, go ahead and switch it all out. Yeah, that's right. That's what I've done. Well, you know what's funny? I was uh, I was 550 fire cording some of my bags the other day. And so I was like, you know what? I just need about you know 25 feet. And I was like going through it really fast. I'm like, oh, man, I guess it does make sense to sell the 100-foot hanks uh, for people, even though they're doing zipper pulls for their bags and coats. Unless you're – I guess if you're a bag and coat junkie like me, um, you need it. But that co- if you start cobra weaving tabs – that stuff goes fast, man. You don't you don't realize how you know you'll use a couple feet for some cobra weave zippers. Um, so anyway, guys, go check it out. And of course, I should just start stealing cobra weave and uh, zipper pulls from you rather yeah. than the cord. I would. Oh man, I would appreciate that, Dan. Could you? Could you ever? Well, yeah. see, I'm I'm not gonna loop them. Like I don't make loops and then like latch. You know, like hitch the loops on there. I actually yeah. put it through the zipper and then weave it. So you can't take you can't take it off the zipper. So uh, I'm, I'm, challenge I'm, accepted. I'm Dan, I'm Dan proofing my, my zipper pulls. So you can go pound sand. How about that? <laughs> Robbie, what's new in your world? Oh, not a whole lot. I know you guys are finally getting some good weather down there. Yeah, man. It's been in the seventies the last couple of days. Yeah. We hit the sixties yesterday. It was funny. We, Pam and I finally went to the gym for the first time since like middle February and it's like 60 it's 60 degrees outside, but there's still a sheet of ice in the parking lot behind the gym where we like we run. Um, so it was like it was crazy that they had the we had these big garage doors. We had like this big bay that we do you know group exercises in. Like we have stations, and we usually go out and run in between stations. Like we'll you know finish a station and run a sprint a sprint before between the buildings. But we couldn't do it yesterday because of the ice. They're like it was a sheet of ice. It was just crazy. Like 60 degrees with a sheet of ice all over everything. 
But I think this weather is uh, crazy weather is coming to an end. I hope I, th I think we deserve a good spring, and I'm looking forward to uh, getting out in the field, man. I, I I have all of my normal areas to go, and escape have been ice for the last two months. And I'm not talking about snow, guys. I'm talking about a a you know persistence, perpetual landscape of ice. And there's some hills that I need to hike to get to some of my favorite little camp areas. And I don't want to bust my ass and slide down 200 feet of hill. You know that one hill that I'm talking about, Robbie? That I was beautiful just little sitting valley? there thinking, I, I can't imagine going up and down that hill. I mean, I, when it hasn't been snow and icy, I have grabbed Ace's collar and gone, pull, dog, pull, <laughs> try to get up that hill. Yeah. But it's such a nice area. And, I mean, I love that area. So, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, oh, I can't wait. And my wife's been looking at me, and she's like, you need to you need to get Robbie and go out in the woods someplace. I'm sure Haley's probably said the same thing to you, you know? Oh, so, yeah. Anyway, it's almost here, guys. Good, because I don't want to go to the woods with y'all. Well, we didn't invite you, did we? I'm glad, so, too. Would you sit in your corner? <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> Nobody gonna, puts baby in a corner. I'm going to, nice reference. I'm going to go to, to gear picks first off. Because Dan, I, I I'm looking at your gear pick here, and I just want you no. to go ahead and and you know explain to me what you got. Yeah, I I think we can all agree that this is this is outside my sphere. Maybe not what death you'd expect. For the podcast, from. that's what he's got. Yeah, death for the podcast. Hey, you know what? I, I was got? listening to the Equip to Endure podcast the other day. You know what those those silly SOBs were talking about? Look, go ahead, I, Dan. I, I am a many faceted individual. There's a, there's a lot to me that y'all y'all just aren't aware of. You mean multifaceted? Yeah, I mean if you want to say it that way, you could. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on you all all podcast long. You coughed in my ear within the first five seconds. Uh, you're my target. I just want you to be aware. Go ahead. It was still worth it. I got broad shoulders, man. Just just keep it on. A achy broad shoulders, but go ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> as y'all know, I've had a few injuries. Um, specifically a knee replacement and five knee surgeries on the other knee and both shoulders rebuilt. Mm -hmm. So I've but, they're, really... but, but they're broad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they built them better than they were before. Stronger, faster, better. <laughs> uh, so I've gotten to the point where I'm really limited on the exercise I can do. Mm -hmm. And all right, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Pilates. Start doing Pilates. These guys are talking about Pilates. Now, I'm a real man, I don't do Pilates. <laughs> you know, I, I can't disagree with that statement, but I can say it's a great combination of resistance training and athletic women in yoga pants. <laughs> I mean, I will. T I'll be the first to tell you, man. Like you know, when I was when I was really into martial arts. There was a there was a Pilates studio in the same studio that we used to do our class in, and um, I was talking to one of the ladies one day, and she was showing us the exercises. And dude, they're they're no joke, man. They're no, they're no. I mean, they they that that is because uh, Pilates is named after the guy who invented it, right? His last name is Pilates, right? Yeah, and it, he originally Some French guy. Yeah, he originally invented the system um, either during or immediately after World War One. Uh, to rehabilitate soldiers that were injured in war. Mm -hmm. And as research has increased, uh, they've made some changes to the basic concept. But yeah. Hey, the, hey, hey, Robbie, you're picking up how he's trying to justify this as being a manly exercise, though, right? Yeah, I, I caught the. It was, um, yeah. it was for military. It's, it's, it's for soldiers. It, hey, it, not, so, war heroes, man. Not, not, just, just, not just soldiers, heroes that were injured in the war. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I've I've got to admit she does. Uh, I go to this place called Flip Dog near me, and she does a more modern style of Pilates. Got little jams going on in the background. That well, the classic is little, kind of little, like Tai Chi. Little top forty, little top forty music playing in the background. Get your you know get bouncing around, a little dance, right, Dan? So it's very <laughs> classic. Is very much like Tai Chi in that it's exact movements. Yeah, uh, the modern. Uh, they move a lot faster, and I was surprised. It, 
I understand the concepts of uh, isometric and isokinetic exercise and some of the resistance training. So intellectually, I understood that it was going to work. Yeah. But I was amazed at how much endurance training I got as well. Mm-hmm. That it was, I, I'll admit it, I'm sore. Yeah. Um, but it was a great workout and it was, for all intents and purposes, non-impact. Mm-hmm. So with a prosthetic knee, I'm fine doing it. Um, and this is, uh, well, so as the first and most basic part of my preparedness equipment is my, is me. Um, I'm having to get myself back into shape. Mm-hmm. Um, plus I can't help it, man. I'm getting back in the dojo. I've tried to stay out, but I'm just a better person when I'm, when I'm sparring. Well, hey man. Hey, let's, yes, sir. And not to mention, it gives them an excuse to wear those yoga pants. Mm, yeah, man. Hey, I, Robbie, if I looked, if you looked as good as I did in yoga pants, you'd wear them too. Hey, Dan, I can't wait to see your religion. <laughs> hey, I, I, dude, listen, man. And I'm not bullcrapping. I'll go buy, I'll go buy a heavyweight gi. I'll come and, I'll come and roll with you when we get together, man. Because I, I could, I could use some, some tips on that stuff, man. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, you know, because I've, I've, I've grappled with some some judo, uh, judo guys before, judo players, whatever you call yourself, okay. and it's it's a much, and all the MMA guys are gonna hate me, and it, it's a it's a much better learning experience than I than I've messed with some of the MMA guys that are just doing that you know, mixed martial arts and I mean re, you know mixing the rest, the wrestling and the jujitsu it's just i don't know I, I like messing with those guys the only the only other ones i've i've really liked is some of the aikido guys but that stuff is just so slow paced slow going i just don't feel like i can you know yeah, you got you got to be ready to make a life commitment with yeah, aikido yeah one of so. the one of the founding principles of judo was uh dr kano chose movements that you could do at full speed mm-hmm. um but without doing significant injury yeah. So, and that's where the name Gentle Way comes from, is that you can practice judo at life speed without doing any sort of significant injury. So, it, it's less painful to learn. Well, I, fi- I finally got my garage cleared out, so I'll, I'll be purchasing some mats here soon, because i got to put up my heavy bag and my speed bag again. Um, so, you, you helped me find some good, some good uh, thickness mats, and, uh, you know... Uh, yeah, I know a couple places to get to Tommy mats, and uh, I can show you how to put a spring load floor down for next to nothing. Cool, long, long as it's we can, long as it's portable. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to take it with you. All right, all right. So very cool, man. I mean, you know what, Dan? I, you know what? I, I, with all all jokes aside, that's awesome. And I say that to anybody listening: find some system that works for you. And I mean, no, nobody but probably Robbie saw me when I was at my worst after my back surgery. But, I mean, after I was all done, you know, one of my doctors, and I had to have three doctors clear me to go back to work. And one of my doctors like, you're lucky that you're walking you're walking right, you know, because um, they had to go in there and do more than they thought they had to do. And I had, you know, pain management guys telling me, oh, you know, you're never going to get any better. you got to take drugs for the rest of your life. And I had other doctors saying, you'll never, you should never run again for the rest of your life and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I had one physical therapy doctor. She was like, you know, screw that. If you start working, you know, the, the reason that the reason that that happens is because you got people who start taking drugs and they become sedentary and they get depressed. And, you know, they just have it in their mind that, you know, they're never going to be any better. And, I mean, you, you see these guys who can't walk, who walk in with canes and they start doing yoga or start doing Pilates or whatever and get back into shape. And, you know, your their body starts, you know, not... I want to say de-aging. I mean, I guess that's not a real term, but, you know, they they start to get better. And I'll tell you, I changed my diet. I lost about 30 pounds that I gained from, you know, the injury. And uh, after I got back on, my my next PT test for work, I did better than I did before I injured myself, you know. And before my injury, I was, you know, I was running five or six miles every other day at work. And it's just... In a way, Adam, they are de-aging themselves. Yeah. Uh, resistance training, uh, uh, working out, increase your growth hormone levels. And your growth hormone levels uh, directly uh, relate to when you go to bed at night, 
mm-hmm. how much of your body regenerates itself. Absolutely. As we as we age, less and less of your body regenerates itself during sleep, and that's why you start looking older. Yeah. Well, if these people have not been working out or not been able to work out or whatever, their body's producing one amount of growth hormone. They go to doing this resistance training, this this working out, their body actually produces more growth hormone than it was previously. And so they more fully recuperate every night and get up basically physically a little bit younger looking, you know, than it they de- were before it's they started younger working feeling. out. Yeah. Talking about the the forcing motion or the, the getting up and moving. When I had my first uh, my knee my first knee surgery, they went in and, and fixed the meniscus when I was like fifteen. By the time I had my knee replaced, well, and when I had the meniscus he done, said meniscus. Yeah, I was in I was in a immobilizer for a week. I was on crutches for at least that long. When I had my knee replacement, they had me up and walking on crutches six hours post op. Yeah. Um, I, w- I had to be able to walk without crutches before they'd let me out of the hospital. And that was I think, 24 hours, 36 hours post-op. I was walking without crutches. Yeah. You know, and I'll tell you guys, man, I mean, you know, I, I, I hate to say this, say this and there's somebody out there that's hurting and like, you know, they, it, it's, it's not that, but a lot of stuff, a lot of things you you can overcome, you know, a lot of it can be in your, in your head. Um, not in your head. I shouldn't say that. Um, Robbie, are you uh, are you are you talking trash now? Are you sending us some uh, some funny videos? Uh very. I'm gonna put this in the show notes. <laughs> it I, needs to be. I, you, you go ahead and put it in the show notes. So <laughs> I'm I'm a. I just I, it's not even playing. I just see the title. So I had a feeling I had to go ahead and run a little bit of it. And Robbie's right. It looks a lot like you. <laughs> Is it the hairy one? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. I'm just getting the the spinny wheel right now. It's not playing for me. Oh well, I'm gonna leave it alone. Anyway, but it, you know what? I I'd like to get back into. Oh, here it is. I see it. Oh, I've seen this guy before. <laughs> nice. He's got he's got ups, man. Yeah. He's got arms like you too. Yeah, he does. Not at all disproportionately long nice. or anything. I'll tell you, man. You know that's that's a dangerous thing to do, because there are already those things are already lethal, you know. Yeah. Can yeah, you imagine take something, take you something imagine strong <laughs> and that's naturally very aggressive and territorial, and then teach it martial arts? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, that's Robbie. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Dan, I, I'm I'm down. I, that would be that would be fun. You know, you know, if we start, you know, messing around, Robbie want to get on, get on, get in on it as well. You know, don't don't lie, Robbie. You know you would. All right. Um, we were tired. Yeah. What? Who? Whose snowshoes are these? Are you, these yours, Dan? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Why don't you knock those out too? Um. And an attempt to mitigate some of the pain and misery of being snowed in for so many months of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beth and I, Beth got Jack and I these uh, Alps snowshoes, mm-hmm. and I am really impressed. Um, now, unfortunately, mine had to be significantly bigger than Jack's. Something about weight distribution. So mine are a little bit big, but they're for somebody up, I think, over three hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're really comfortable. They're easy to move in. And the, it's an aluminum framework, and then the material that's that's stretched inside, mm-hmm. it's got a lot of give to it. Um, so there's there's not a lot of shock. Um, it, it's comfortable to walk in. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know me being you know, me being from Georgia, I I had put on snowshoes maybe once twice before in my life before I got these, mm-hmm. and. I've really enjoyed these. And if, you know, if a stupid redneck from Georgia can come up here and walk around in them with five minutes of practice, I think anybody can. Awesome. Uh, how, what's the price put on them? Um, they're a little bit pricey, um, for my size. 
they're around 250. But yeah. if you if you shop around a little bit, you can find a better some better pricing. Mm-hmm. And again, I've got the the absolute biggest ones they make. Yeah. Uh, so the, the smaller ones cost a little less. And you had to get the, the quadruple E version as well, right? <laughs> Oddly hobby, enough, the they're only slightly wider than my shoe is. Okay, yeah, that, that 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 works. That works. Yeah, I thought Dan was already wearing snowshoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, his foot is a is a post. It's like a square. You know, a, a good you know six inches by six inches. So, I'll just you know I don't know if, if they, how 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 they had to change it up a little bit. So, uh, snowshoes at the end of winter and Pilates. Dan, those are excellent choices for uh, gear picks. Well, the nice. snow is because I've been testing them for the last two oh, and a half. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, so it could have waited for the next ten, in 10 months later, right? Yeah, but I figured I wasn't going to get much more testing done between now and next winter. Yeah, true that. True that. Um, Not to mention by telling you about them now, you can catch them on sale this summer. See? That's true. I'm, Trying to help my brother out. All right. Dang it, Robbie. I was, this is pick on Dan Day. All right. Don't take that away from me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I forgot. <laughs> All right. So, Robbie, you got an interesting gear pick. I, I want to hear. I, you should go ahead. Um, There's a uh, a product that I was actually, because of all the snow and ice, uh-huh. uh, I actually had to carry my wife to work one day. <laughs> And uh, was walking around Lowe's Home Improvement and saw this product on the end of a end of a you know aisle, and I was like, "Well, that's interesting. It's called FiberFix." And basically, you get a roll of this stuff that kind of looks like a, a black, a gray black charcoal gray uh, ace bandage. Now, mm-hmm. ace bandage is rolled up when you buy it. Yeah. You dip the stuff in water for like ten seconds. And then you can wrap a broken item, and in just a few minutes, it sets like fiberglass. Really? So, knife handles, uh, axe handles, anything you can imagine, you can wrap this stuff around it, and after it sets, you can sand it and paint it if you wanted to. Really? Um yeah, so it's like kind of like fiberglassing for those of us who don't have a shop or any experience fiberglassing. You know what? If I had an old axe, I would almost want to break the handle. And I mean, so so you could do you could almost do field repairs for your equipment mm-hmm. to get you through whatever trek you were on. Right, and it comes in a a, a one inch wide, a two inch wide, and a four inch wide. I think. Are the are the sizes, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, axe handle, shovel handle, um, whatever. Uh, yeah. Cool stuff, and, and for I think it's six bucks for a one inch by yeah, you know, I, found, three I found foot it on, and, They have it on Amazon too. It's not expensive at all. I mean, um, there's uh, eight eight bucks for some two inch, six bucks for some one inch. Uh, you can get a one, two, and four inch set. For twenty-two bucks, so you have all the different lengths. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Or Very for cool. the individual who's you know bought a a, a cheap knife blank. Oh, they, they have heat wrap, so you can use it to you know you can use it on your muffler. Ooh, yeah, cool stuff. I thought that is pretty awesome, man. That's so, called yeah. FiberFix. That is awesome. Robbie, good freaking fine, man. Like, that'd be a good series of videos, testing that stuff out. I mean, Give it to some... a redneck to find the only improvement on duct tape. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Kudos. Man, you leave Robbie alone in, in Lowe's or Home Depot for, for a couple hours and, you know, he'll solve all oh, the... Oh, I can restart a civilization. And... That's right, man. Like, okay, you, know, you got to be careful. He'll MacGyver a nuclear bomb just from the hardware department at Lowe's. <laughs> yeah. Make a cold fusion machine. All right. So, and all right, let's look at what else we got. So my uh, my gear pick, now I don't know if I talked about this. I think I wanted to talk about it on a podcast a while back, but we never got to gear picks because we got into ranting. Um, but it's a Leatherman tread bracelet. And so it's basically this, like, 
the stainless steel bracelet and each link in the bracelet is like a, a different tool. Um, everything from screwdrivers to, to uh, let me see, they got a cut, uh, cutting hook, bottle opener, oxygen tank wrench, a glass breaker, flat screwdriver, um, box, 10 millimeter box wrench, one quarter box wrench, uh, one, one to two Phillips, um, hex drivers. I mean, it's like everything that you need. Socket drivers, square drive, uh, pick uh, SIM card tool. I mean, all in this bracelet, can opener, bottle opener. And the cool thing about this is it not only is it A, wearable jewelry, but it's something you take on a plane and not have any issue with. You know, so, I mean, it's very industrial looking. I mean, it, it looks like, you know, you're going to throw on a leather jacket and get on your Harley. You know, it's, it, you're, you'll be that guy. So cool item, guys. I don't really, I don't think I have a price point on it yet because it's not. I don't. Well, this it's it says between 100, 150 and two hundred bucks. It's not it's not for sale yet. They just announced this course at Shot Show, uh, but I think it's a pretty cool idea. And you know, Leatherman makes some good stuff, man. So we'll see what else comes out of that here in the near future. So, Looks big and cumbersome to me. It does. It does. But you know what, man? I I, I kind of like this this wearable technology. I mean, if that was on a watch, if that was on my watch. Um, It'd be pretty cool, but I'm a hairy guy, so I can just imagine my arm hair getting pulled in between the, you know, the the, the joints of that thing. So it might not be as comfortable. I but, like the concept, but I think it's too butch for Adam. Yeah, it's definitely t- too butch, Dan. Probably too butch for your Pilates class too. So uh, I saw something else, you know, um, that I, I'm really interested in looking from a company called Ambush Knives. Um, but I, I, I got to get in contact. I love to get my hands on one of those, but, uh, I got the link below guys. It doesn't, it looks like they're not, they don't have any right now. Um, but it's at dlttrading.com slash ambush slash dash knives. Um, but he has some nice looking blades and, uh, uh, you know, I've heard, I've heard some, uh, some they, early rumblings about those guys. So they should be out here pretty soon. I can't wait to get one. They kind of came out of nowhere, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you know, a little bit bush bush ninja, but I love the uh, accessory pouch on the yeah. outside of the sheaths. Yeah, yeah. And they, With the the accessory pouches that have a locking closure, mm-hmm. because then you can actually put your fire kit in there and it ain't gonna fall out. Yeah, and I and I like their uh, Alpha Kydex sheaths look nice, man. I mean, they have uh, different different colors. They got carbon uh, carbon fiber. And Kydex, and they have some Kydex with some different uh, designs on them. If you want, if you want to go that route, um, and uh, their sheath prices look pretty good too. Yeah. So, so yeah. That's, that's a pretty good deal. There's yeah, a lot of versatility in that sheath too. I mean, yeah. you can do a lot with that. I was thinking the same thing with the little cutout slides and all. Yeah. You could you could position a uh, clip just about any way you want. Now the whole variety of carry. The cool thing that. about this company is, you know, they're they're supposed to be using some of the the best you know, materials out there, you know, some of the best steel choices that out there, some of the super steels and everything. Uh, and then you kind of pick what kind of handles and everything you want, natural and, and uh, synthetic. So it's kind of a customization. Um, but this is, they're, they're, they're going for a super high quality production for a super reasonable price. And their, their target market is survival, hunting, bushcraft, or just everyday carry. Um, well, some and of these they, sheets look like Holstax instead of Kydex. Well, there's two, there's three Kydex options. There's, mul- there's multiple Kydex options. Oh, yeah, there's Cryptech, too. They got a lot of, uh, yeah, they're not fooling around. No. Uh, I think yeah, I love gonna... that uh, that Typhoon Cryptech. Yeah, yeah it's, that's, it's pretty pretty hot. So I, I got to I gotta reach out um, and uh, try to get one of these. Uh, good good friend of mine told me about them, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. So, all right, let's move on. And uh, what else we got on the show notes here, fellas? Is that all for uh, gear gear picks? It is. Videos, guys. Just you know, uh, the weather and, and sickness. We haven't had that chance to get out and, and do many. We got a uh, do-it-yourself lead casting part two with Madison. So that's gonna that's gonna finish up that series for our premium members and also for the premium side. We have that uh, Hawk's Nest giveaway. Um, I think I talked about it last podcast. So guys, get on that. We'll also have some some new giveaway uh, that we'll be announcing here in a few days for everybody so stay tuned for that let's just say that i uh mrs equipped to endure has has said uh you know adam you have a nice knife collection but to a certain point those uh you got to get rid of some of those i'm gonna leave it at that 
And so we're going to do something fun. On that hawk's nest, uh, we've clearly established that I am not eligible for yeah. the giveaway. Yes, Dan. Um, but, you know, I've got two sons and a wife that aren't directly associated with E2E. Um, so they would be available for the giveaway, right? Yeah, are, are, they, are they equipped to adore website members? Um, they could be in the next five minutes. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right, all right. So here's our top, our main topic that we want to talk about while we still have some good time. And this is kind of a, an odd item, um, but this is some this is some stuff that you know we're looking at in the near future. Google has recently put together a a section of their company which is is really truthfully and honestly studying what it would take to increase the survivability of the human species, the human being. You know, I mean, and tracking all kind of health information and all this other stuff, because Google wants you to live to be 500 years old and not like 500 years old, like a 90 year old man for 410 more years, but like 500 years old as a 26 to 35 year old or a 42 year old. Um, and uh, there's all kind of emerging technologies now, not only with with, you know, longevity and. I think it's called uh, it a telomere treatments or something they're trying to do. And, that, and basically, I'm, and I'm not a scientist, guys, but I'll, I'll give you what I can understand. You know, basically, there's a little thing at the end of your cells. And every time one of your cells splits, this little thing gets shorter and shorter and shorter. And as it gets shorter, it loses its ability to copy. Well, that's what makes you age. You know, that's what actually causes the aging of the cell. And if there's treatments that can restore those telomeres or make it so when you, you know, there's some species out there that don't have, don't age the same way as human beings do. And it jellyfish, one of them? J jellyfish, I don't think sharks age the same way that humans do. And so there's things in nature. Um, and I mean, this is some crazy space age stuff, but there's all kind of things that you can do to actually slow down the aging process and improve health. You know, like, you know, we're, and if you just, if you just give Google all of your personal information and allow them into every aspect of your life, yeah. they can figure out what that is. Yeah, well, and here's the crazy thing. I mean, the, the, the military for years has been working on wearable technology, health technology, where if you're injured, it's sending information to the medics before you get there. So imagine if you're, if you're a cyclist and you have a, a special suit and you fall and break your arm. And that suit communicates whatever wireless device you have on you or anything like that and sends a signal, calls 911. And as 911 and EMS is responding, it has information on what's going on with you. You know, as they get to the scene, they have your GPS location and stuff like that. So there's all this, you know, I have a Fitbit. You know, Fitbit's communicating with my, I, my iPhone and telling how many steps I've taken and how many hours of physical activity. I can plug in what I eat and everything like that. So what Google wants to do is capture this data and actually, you know, kind of use this data as, you know, I don't even know how to, you know, almost like an experiment. You know, like when we when you do a when you do any any medical test, and Dan, you could probably speak to this. Your your wife's in, in the business. I mean, you take a certain amount of people, and they give them this medication. And you take this other certain amount of people, and you give them some kind of placebo, and then you and then you show the difference on the effects of you know what happened to the people with the medication, what happened to the people with the placebo. And you use that data and you come up with a theory of, or, you know, a concept of this work. Then you try to repeat the process and you say, yes, this, this medication is doing X, Y, and Z. Now imagine if you had a system that was collecting all this data in real time, 24-7. You know, sleep habits, exercise habits, eating habits, medication habits. Now, don't get me wrong. And then they sold that information to insurance companies <laughs> or... The federal government had access to it. In fact, yeah. have you ever read this fascinating little book called 1984? <laughs> yeah. Not only will they have cameras in every room, but they can actually tell you what your body was doing and exactly where you are at every moment. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's, it's a evolution of the human experience, for sure. And yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it's bad or good, man. I, I, I don't know, you know. I I'm mean, just, I... The concept is fascinating, but it bothers me that we're giving up too much of our freedom. Well, it's not even freedom. Privacy. It's privacy. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's privacy is dissolving. Pri privacy is becoming a concept of the past. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? I don't know. You know, I mean, you know, it, like, can you, can you imagine when cell phones start being, in, in, you know, implanted in people, you know, 
So you just like make a call to your wife just by thinking, hey, call my wife. And you can, you know, talk to the, through the earpiece that's been grafted to your ear bone. You know, I mean, that's, that's some. I don't want any piece of technology doing anything based on my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the crap I think about. Yeah. Oh, uh, Robbie, I cannot. I need mental Clorox to get that image out of my mind. <laughs> I'm afraid that's going to be stuck with me for the rest of my life, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's the it, first nine pieces of electronics known to man to receive a death penalty from the court <laughs> system will have been linked to my brain. <laughs> <laughs> they'll have to they'll have to create an entirely new form of crime just for Robbie. <laughs> well, that's I mean, that's the other thing. Imagine people being able to ha- hack your body. You know, yeah. ha- hack the stuff in your body. I mean, that's it's, it's, it's some scary, it's some scary stuff. At the same time, you know, it, is it going to happen eventually? You know, or, or, or is this technology? I mean, it, it reminds me of that Jurassic Park when uh, Jeff Goldblum's character, what I think his name is Malcolm. He's like, you know, scientists are too busy asking themselves if they could do something. They didn't ask themselves if they should. And I, you know, I do, I do agree with that concept, you know. It's similar to when I'm when I'm thinking about voting on proposed laws and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Part of my thought process is when someone abuses this authority, mm-hmm. not if, but when. How bad will that be? Yeah. Because if somebody has got the authority, eventually it's going to be abused. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, like I, I like look at it from. Look at it from the, the, uh, demo, you know, as a democracy or a republic, represent a republic. You know, what if now you have everybody has their smart devices and voting, there's no booths, there's no going, it is at a certain time everybody gets on their phone and votes for who they want and there's no voter fraud. Oh, yeah. You know? That's not like a hive mind at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, no one could ever hack that. Yeah, well, I mean, people have been hacking it. People have been hacking it since the freaking, you know, 1700s. Yeah, but, you know but now, now that it's hooked into my brain, Adam, now that? that it's hooked into my brain, yeah, they're not just hacking the device. They're hacking my brain. So not only <laughs> did the a-hole get elected, but the a-hole get, got elected. I voted for him, and I believe I wanted to vote for him. Well, Robbie, I, mean, dude, they're, I can they're, promise you no one would ever hack your brain more than once. No, they're 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 hacking our brains already with with suggestive marketing, you know that stuff. Are, that stuff already exists. Yeah, you know, let's get let's at least get it out in the open and and have and have some you know have uh, well, people in there can you know checks and balance that stuff. There's Mark, a fine line between manipulation and actually getting inside and messing with stuff. Let let me tell you, man. Th- there is, our like when we do interview, and Robbie knows this. When you when you do an interviews or interrogations. There's things that you do with your with your body language, with your the way you talk, like mirroring somebody's somebody's uh, the way they're positioned, the way they're sitting, to get them to trust you to increase your rapport for for them to tell you. Like you, we are you're hacking somebody right there. You you are manipulating somebody right there. I mean every facet. You know you don't think your wife knows how to manipulate manipulate you to get what she wants. Well, it know? must be fair. It's really not that difficult. <laughs> yeah. Just a, just a suggestion or two. Um, I mean, but let me ask you guys. I mean, it's 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 funny. It, you know, I was uh, having a conversation with my my grandmother a couple, you know, maybe a a year or two ago, and she's she's in poor health. She's in she's on dialysis. You know, she's had you know back surgery, so, shoulder surgery. You know, she can't really lift her she can't lift her elbow ninety degrees. I mean, like when she when she goes to hug you, she's got to like walk her hand up your up your back to give you a hug. You know, and she's she's in her she's in her mid eighties, and I asked her a while back. I said, you know, hey grandma, if you uh if you could, you know, take a pill, it can make you, you know, thirty five, forty again when you do it. And she's like, oh God, no. And I was like, really? She's like, uh uh-uh. uh. She's like, we have our time here, and that's it, and then we got to go. And it, and it's and it's interesting because you know I had I had that conversation with my father, who's in his you know he's in his fifties, and he's like, oh of course, you know. So somewhere along the line, that that psychological change happens. Where I, I guess people get tired of being old, which I can understand, and I, well, I can't really understand it yet. I'm still a young man, um, and I, I do think that that this generation, more than probably anyone else in, in the history of of mankind, is very, very selfish. Um, 
but uh, it's it's uh, interesting concept. What what do you you sending me some research here? No, just something related to something Dan said a few minutes ago. Oh, uh, Orwell's predictions. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's an interesting book I read when I was in uh, in college. It's it's uh, called Future Shock, um, and it was written. I think it was published in the early '70s, but written over the course of a decade prior. Um, Al, uh, Alvin, what's his name? Talvin. I can't remember. Let me look it up real quick. But it's pretty interesting. A lot of stuff, you know. Um, of course, didn't happen. Uh, but a lot of stuff did. Yeah, well, it's, um... Toffler. Alvin Toffler. So, yeah, read, read that book. It's pretty interesting. But, so, Robbie, what do you think? Well, first off, do you think that this is, this is going to be reality, that people are going to start hacking your, uh, your body? I, I think, I think everything that I've seen from inventions in recent times mm-hmm. is going that direction. Yeah. Um, for, you know, when when we went from uh, paying paying a bill with cash money, mm-hmm. or we, we've gone from paying a bill with trade of equal value items mm-hmm. yeah. to paying with cash money, to paying with check, to paying with a card, to now we can pay with our smartphone. Yeah. Yeah, and now we're paying with the abstract concept of money. Well, we're paying. Yeah. We're paying with a smartphone that is taking money out of an account in a bank that has no physical location. My career, I have never received a check. For my career, I have never received. I have never gone to the bank and 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 taken cash out at payday. You know. It's been it's been electronic for my whole career. I paid my bills online for my adult life. You know, my house payment, everything. I have probably I, I would bet you in the course of my adulthood I've probably had less than I would say less than five thousand dollars worth of cash go through my hands. I'd be my, shocked. I'd be shocked if it was five thousand dollars in cash. My landlord for the shop actually refused to take cash. Really? Yeah, which shocked me. It's the first guy I've ever dealt with that didn't want cash. Mm-hmm. Which but I no, think should be illegal. It, it is illegal, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technically, it is the whole good yeah. for all debts, public yeah. and private. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he he did not want cash. So I mean I, I think, and, and you know I I do think there's a lot of fears, and you know I'm 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 rid- I'm a ridiculous optimist on some things like this sometimes. I mean, you know imagine I was listening to some podcasts about medicine podcasts, and they're like even the idea of medicine is going to change where your medication is built to your gene, your genome or whatever, like your personal gene. So like imagine you have a, a 3D fax machine in your in your house, Robbie, right? And you go there and you stick your thumb in there and it takes a blood sample and says, hey, you got a cold. And an engineer, you, you put you know the raw material stuff in there and they, it, this machine 3D prints some pills that are specifically for you and specifically for the exact code, you know, the DNA of the virus you have in your system. You know, I mean, and don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's going to be, there, there could be all kind of stuff can go sideways. You know, it can, it can, it can turn into a I am a legend type scenario. But I mean, I, I think that eventually that's gonna, you know, that's what these futurists are predicting. You know, it's some, it's some crazy stuff. Well, I personally think some there needs to be more uh, uh, research put into the idea, and and I know other there's others out there who have spoken on this before, but mm-hmm. the idea that from a health perspective, mm-hmm. we need to unplug every once in a while. Oh yeah. And how difficult is that going to be when the device that says you need to unplug is constantly monitoring you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you know, I mean, there, there's no way to unplug eventually. And then also well, what, what happens when the government comes in and says, you you got to take care of yourself. You don't have a right not to take care of yourself. Because that's the scary part. 
I mean, all right. So yeah, you live to be 500 years old, but you 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 live to be 500 years old so you can work. Your life all that is not time. your own. Exactly. Well, and the, the, all the Google information is so that uh, every time you have uh, a bag of pork rinds, you get fined. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was it. That wasn't. There was this uh, show on the Discovery Channel or History Channel, but it was like the year 50, 2050, and they had all these futurists, and the whole you know they were predicting that technology trends and everything. And one of them, you know, is, you know, your insurance, they predict by the year 2050 that 60 to 70% of your income will be, go towards paying for insurance of some sort, in medical, life insurance or whatever. And so in, in this future city or whatever, the guy went out drinking the night before. And so he goes, he goes in the morning to take, you know, to uh, use the, the toilet. And of course the toilet has sensors on it that is going to be reading, you know, what's in his blood or whatever, what he ate. So he's pouring He's pouring, you know, safe pee in the toilet and peeing in some other receptacle. So when his insurance updates his, you know, his health, they don't see that he was drinking the night before. Because, saw, if you, you know, yeah, you, you saw that? Uh, I saw one similar. Um, and the scenario was a guy's at a restaurant and he orders, he orders something and they mm -hmm. swipe his card. Yeah. And the, it's like a fast food type restaurant. And the person at the counter goes, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Um, you know, what you've ordered is contrary to what your national health standard is. Uh, you may choose from a, a salad or a baked potato. Yeah. So it, do, it does speak very, I mean, that's, and that's, that's a problem is, is there's freedoms. But then it's like, and I'm just playing devil's advocate because, I mean, if I want a hamburger, I'm going to order a hamburger. You know, if I want to, I don't drink soda, but that's my choice. I don't, it's not yeah. that I don't drink soda because Bloomberg said I can't order a soda. I don't even live in just, New York. Just for clarification, know? this invasion of privacy is affecting our freedom. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Remember in the movie Demolition Man? The, yeah. The people that lived underneath the city? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll be down there eating rat burgers. Well, see, I want that, a rat burger. I think, and I think that, that that's the biggest problem is because I think that there's going to be such a, a gap between the upper and the lower class – that's going to happen so fast when the technology like these. Have you guys seen that movie? It's like out of time or something. It was with uh, Justin Timberlake. It was a, it was a horrible movie, but the concept. Uh, oh, oh wait a minute! Wait, you're going to give me a hard time about Pilates, and you're watching a jumper uh, Justin Timberlake movie. Hey man, don't don't be don't be scared to bring sexy back. It's okay. <laughs> Let me tell you about the concept of the movie. The concept of the movie is in it. You know, whatever year it is, is that. Everybody stops aging at the age of 25, right? But you have this clock that's built into your arm, and it has, it has time on there. And when that time goes to zero, you die. But time is currency. So when you go to your job, you make so much money. When you get paid, it adds, arm, it adds time to your arm. But there's these different time zones, like where the rich people are. And, of course, the rich people would have millions of years, and the poor people were li literally working for that day. So like, you would work that day, and you get another 24 hours. And, of course, the poor people would slowly die off because they'd have to pay debts or something would happen, and they had to use that. And so it was, it was one of those things where nobody, you know, there was such a equality issue that you just had this sect of people who would live for a few years, they'd raise a family, and they'd die. Um, it, I mean, it's, it's, the, the movie's worth watching for that, it, for that concept. It wasn't a very good movie. But, I mean, that's, that's the other big worry is that you have these, this equality with – with uh, the upper and the lower classes, and that that gap is just going to get larger and larger and larger, and there's nothing that you're going to be able to do to stop it. So a lot of it seems like sci-fi, but I mean, this this tracking of your health and everything is already happening. People are already doing it. Um, you know, you got the the things like 23andMe, which you can spit into a vial and mail it out. It can it can show your genome, whatever diseases you might have, and and stuff like that, um, which could be a benefit. But there's also people tracking that. To, you know, your iPhone apps that, you know, tr monitor how much exercise you're getting. You can put in what food you're eating, how much you're sleeping, any medications you're on. So, I mean, it's happening right now. That information is starting to be gathered. And, you know, I guess Google wants to do it for for good. But, Dan, you had a funny, before we started the podcast, you had a, a statement about that. Uh, I did. Skynet. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You make one good joke and you can't even remember it. Oh, God. That's why I'm, none of my, <laughs> all right, let's, uh, we're just going to, I'm going to assume that you'll actually edit that part out. No, I'm going to leave it like that. This is, this <sighs> is right. pick on, this is pick on Dan day. Yeah. So, so well, 
yeah, my comment was, if this goes through, we might as well just rename Google to Skynet. Yeah, yeah. And so I can see that, you know, Robbie will be the leader of the, the Live in the Woods revolution. I was going to say, I can see me <laughs> becoming a hermit right off the bat, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's... I would be the secret agent sellout because, you know, I don't actually want to go sacrifice the really good things in life, but I'll help y'all out. <laughs> Yeah, and, that, and then we'll have a break-off civilization. You know, means I can go to Dan's house and shower. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? What was that movie with uh, uh, Matt Damon was in it? Uh, uh, sort of with an E. And there's like that. There's like that space station where everybody was living above Earth, and Earth was like the ghetto. You guys are yeah. talking about uh, yeah. or Islam or something like that. Yeah, that, that was better. Familiar. That was better than the Time movie. Jodie Foster was in it too. It was it was Ooh. an interesting concept. You have my attention now. All right, did you send me another link there? Yeah, that's another another advertisement for Ambush Now. Oh, those are nice-looking, dude. You know? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to get one of those. And they're using 3V. Are they? Sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. CAP 3V, robust bill, very comfortable handles, years of dependable service. Oh, yeah. My favorite nice deal. Yeah, I hear you. You know, these look Just really saying. familiar for some reason. I can't place it. They look nice. Look yeah, nice. they do. Anyway, guys, um, I don't know. Robbie, anything else to add on to that topic? <laughs> no. All right. Well, I, I did want to get into the ammo, the coming ammo band. Um, that's interesting. And the icebergs in Cape Cod, but I think we're running out of running out of time. Um, Dan, do you want to do your 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 uh, little superhero bit? You got five minutes. All right. So I found we wound up finding two separate superheroes. Uh, my younger son actually found uh, the one that I think y'all would like, and apparently it is the beginning of the modern day superhero. Mm-hmm. That the 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 literary concept is being born in true life, and uh, this guy is in Seattle. And before it was all said and done, there were actually an entire group of literal modern-day superheroes walking the streets of Seattle looking for crime to stop. It's almost like that movie Kick-Ass. You know? Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, it, I, HBO did a special about this probably you know, five, five years ago, um, and it's, it, it was an interesting documentary. Uh, like, some of these people are like a joke. You know, like, the guy's a drunk, and he just walks around, and it's kind of like, you know... Whatever, and then some people Captain inebriated. Like, I could do that. Yeah, and then and then some of the people like are like, you know, helping people get from their bars to their homes, or you know, if they have a flat tire or something, they're just kind of like this community watch type of thing, and they're, they're calling the cops. But then there was like this one group. I think they were in New York, and they were like setting up like honeypots. Like they would like have a a girl dressed up a certain way to try to get somebody to like attack her or rape her. Yeah. And they would go and like beat the crap out of the, the attacker. You know, they were like, you know, ambush people. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they were like, they were, they were all, I mean, they were going to get somebody killed or, or get killed themselves. I mean, they, they were not, you know, I mean, this guy, this Phoenix Jones guy, I mean, uh, he, I think he was in it as well. And so he actually announced who he really is. He's some MMA guy. Um, but I didn't finish watching the little documentary, Dan. I, I got about halfway through it. The one that yeah, just hit it- me. When I saw it at first, I I had to do some searching and make sure I couldn't tell if it was legitimate or not. But apparently, it was. Oh yeah, it is. It's it's legitimate, all right. And so. apparently, he got arrested, and part of the deal was they were trying to pressure him to take a plea deal, or they would they would uh, the the DA would uh, announce his his real identity. Mm-hmm. So. In a kind of typical superhero, you're not going to blackmail me move. He just went ahead and he just I went am, ahead. I am Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie, what do you think about this man being a cop? I don't know, dude. I, it's not. It's not in being a cop. It it comes down to why why did I become a cop? Mm-hmm. And honestly enough, dude, if somebody can do what I really intended to get done when I became a cop, mm-hmm. but then later found out is not allowed. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time. It, I, I, it shocks me that there's not 
more vigilantes. I get shocked. I'm, I'm like shocked. I'm like, this is like, I, I you know, so Look, much stuff I, goes I out there. I donate ammo to the Punisher. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, yeah. People are starting to realize the difference between actively preventing crime and investigating and prosecuting people who have already committed crimes. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It's a, there is a significant difference between the two. I mean, they, you know there, there was just an issue. There was some, something just happened the other day. A cop was killed in, in Philly. He was in a GameStop. I mean, this, this is this yep. is so horrible. You heard that about was that? Near, that was near us. That was in northern Philly. Yeah. Um, so his, 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 his son got straight A's, and he promised his son that if he got straight A's, he'd get him this video game. So he goes into the, a GameStop to buy his son this video game. He's in uniform. His partner's outside. And two guys come in there and rob, and rob it. He, he shoots one of them. He gets shot himself, kills him. He gets shot in the head. And then his partner, I think, shoots the other guy. And, of course, you know, the bad guys are – I think one of the bad guys is still alive, the guy that shot him. And now he's in the hospital or whatever. But, you know, here this guy just got, just got released from jail. Just got released from jail. He's had multiple armed robbery issues. And as soon as he gets out of jail, goes and robs and kills a cop. Yeah. yeah. And a cop you know, with two kids. Yeah, uh, 20, thirty years oh, old, right. eight, eight year, thirty years old, eight year vet, or twenty nine years old, twenty nine years year, years old, eight year vet. I mean, yeah. it's just disgusting, man. So, I don't know. I mean, I I, I think that I may get hate mail for Adam. Yeah. But here it is. I'm sick and tired of the word prosecution. The word being what? used the word prosecution yeah being used in replacement of justice yeah because i'm not seeing much justice and i'm tired of it yeah i'm tired of the criminals being prosecuted but society never receiving any justice and unfortunately it's these crooked ass defense lawyers making millions of dollars a year to no. erode the system well there's not I, there's two sides to it, I think. But, What's that? Well, so, well, there's a political side too. Yeah. Well, no. Well, philosophically, so philosophically, a society can't be stable and distribute justice. Mm-hmm. Um, because what kind of society are you that you know, justice for a serial raper is rapist is for them to be serially serially raped and then killed? Mm-hmm. But what kind of what kind of moral structure would a society have if it did that rather than just put them down in a humane way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 an interesting concept. And then you have these, you know, you have you know privatized prisons that you know have political things. They want to fill them up and to, for people to make money. I mean, it's 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 messed up on so many different levels. You know, what were you going to say, Robbie? It's not the fault of the lawyers or the police or the judges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's our fault as a society for allowing it. The people that vote, that's whose fault it is. If you're well, either not voting or you're voting foolishly, there you go. Yeah, yeah that's, a good, that's a good point. We, we, when I say we, I mean those of us who are not robbing, raping, stealing, selling dope, uh, hurting children, all this kind of crap. We normal, God-fearing, normal human beings with a sense of right and wrong. Those of us who do not need a book or a law written somewhere to know that these things are just shit you don't do, mm-hmm. we've been tolerating it for way too long. Yeah. We've, been, we've been watching the Super Bowl instead of what's going on the street, you know, one street over. Absolutely. We've been watching reality TV instead of watching what's going on in the court system. Right. Yeah. So we, one of the moments that struck me was uh, – I'm sorry. Go ahead, Robbie. No, it's okay. I just continue to rant. Well, we're, I, we're, we're running short on time, Dan. I right. think this is a, Talk is, about it is, later. A, is a topic that now we need, we need to bring up later. We do. Yeah. I mean, this is something that we need to have. I mean this is something that uh, you know people need to wake up, you know. So, 
All right, guys. Well, we're gonna we're gonna cut it off there. We've uh, reached that magical hour point, and we get, really appreciate you guys for stopping by and uh, joining the Equip to Nord podcast. Make sure you guys go to uh, Facebook.com. Give us a like, subscribe to us on YouTube, and check out the Equipped Indoor website at www.equippedindoor.com. Become a member. It's great benefits. You get tons of extra content and videos for a low price. Great forum area and contests and giveaways and all that other great stuff. So uh, join today. Just click on the Fair Play Network, uh, subscribe, and uh, we really appreciate it. We'll be back next week, and thanks again for listening. And uh, you know what? I got. We, we need to do a special in looking at looking at this type of stuff. And because uh, it is important and it's important for every aspect of our, you know, our future. All right. You guys take care. Be safe out there. And remember, if you're not always prepared, you're never prepared. Thanks.